are listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 303. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Hey, 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 Lauren, welcome to the show. Thanks, Anne, for having me. Oh, my goodness. I'm super excited because today is something that I've never done before ever on my podcast, and that is roles are reversing today. And you are actually going to interview me on my podcast. And the reason why roles are reversing is that I've recently worked with Lauren to completely change my branding collectively. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I was sitting there going, so many times I get asked questions about like, what what was the process like? How did it feel? What were your questions? What were you wondering? And I was like, well, why don't I bring Lauren onto the podcast? She can ask me questions about my experience and you can hear firsthand what it was like to do a rebrand. And for those of you who may have never even branded in the first place, just to understand branding collectively. So Lauren, take it away, my friend, because I'm super excited to see how this podcast goes. I've never done anything like this before. So yes, I'm kind of like a kid in a candy shop. Me too, Angela. I've never had this, like when I've gone to on someone else's podcast and asked them questions. So it's pretty exciting. (laughs) Yes, I know. It's super fun. (laughs) Okay. And so my first question for you then is, what made you want to rebrand? So listen, rebranding. I was in the middle, I'm in the middle of building a new website in that website build is a $26,000 website build. And I was just going to use my old branding. And I was like, yep, my web developer is like, are you cool just to use that old branding? And I was like, you know, yeah, cool. No worries. We'll just rock and roll with it. Even though my gut was saying, you're going to spend $26,000 on a new website, but you're going to not do anything with your branding. And I was like, so intuitively, I was like, ah, I've got to probably do something. And then you actually reached out to me and you're like, hey, Ange, would you want to do like a collaboration together? And you're like, I'll do your rebrand. Will you help me? Do you know what I mean? With some like visibility stuff. And I was like, this is funny that the universe, like I almost had subconsciously manifested this happening because I knew I needed a rebrand, but I hadn't really thought about it. Then I thought also... It was going to be really like website was already starting to get built with wireframe. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to hold up the entire process. So in a nutshell, things just kind of came together. Website was getting built. I knew deep down I needed rebranding. Lauren came to me and said, hey, let's work together. I was like, yep, sweet, let's do this. And then the process started. But even more so is I'd outgrown my brand. Right. And for those of you that are like thinking about brand, branding is not just about your logo. There's so much more to it. 
Um, it's the colors. Yes, is one. The fonts is one, too. But it's this feeling that I've got. And I can talk more about that later on that you get with having pride in your brand, right? You are happy mm. to post it on social media. You're happy to talk about it. You're happy to share it with people. And I've lost that. And so that was another reason why. But also, I've evolved over time. And that was a big thing why the rebrand for me was really important, too was that I no longer was the same person who liked bright colors and I loved all these things, right? I had also Mm -hmm. turned into more uh, elegance might be the word, do you know what I mean? More sophisticated. And I no longer thought that my brand represented that. And so I was like, yeah, I knew that a rebrand had to kind of come together and that we had to rebirth something. So that's kind of what made me rebrand collectively. Yeah. And I think just touching on like when you're talking about how the colors have changed and stuff, I think also the way you taught people had changed as well. And I think we needed to integrate that within the visual aspect. So the target audience had changed a little bit as well. So I think having all that strategic aspect to start with really helped me with the outcome as well. Oh gosh, 100%. And exactly like how I did consultant and coaching seven years ago is very different to how I do it now. Mm. The one common denominator is that, and you've been a student of mine also, is that it's very important to me that people are not just a number. And so I'm very yep. caring. I'm very nurturing. And that will always be part of my brand and will always be carried through. But I, as a human, has ev- have evolved. I've become a mother. I didn't mean have separated from my husband. I have um, lost myself and found myself. And because of that process in itself, I knew again that my brand had changed and it no longer represented me. And being okay with shedding the old and stepping into the new was also really important for me. Yeah, amazing. Okay, so then what part of the process of working together did you enjoy the most? Listen, I've never been really a girly girl and I don't like to stereotype people. Do you know what I mean? But I really liked the mood board process that you had where I had to go onto Pinterest and I just had to start pinning anything that I liked. It was actually quite dangerous because then I almost started buying random shit that I didn't need. That part, probably not so fun because I was like, I'll send Lauren my credit card bill for this. But I did love doing, well, there's a bunch of processes, but what I love was just kind of getting into a creative element because I think the story I've told myself is I'm not a creative person, right? Or I can't do this or I can't do this. But also for me too is People have known me for a very long time. Like I, I'm like right now as we're recording, I'm in a hoodie with my glitter slippers. That I don't think is ever going to change. So people have kind of, how do I say this? They've gotten, they've pinpointed me in one way. And so being able to go onto the onto Pinterest and do this exercise that you had me do where I was just pinning anything that I liked actually allowed me to show me that I'm actually more than what people think I am. And it allowed me to also become like like that creative element that I was talking about. But it also allowed me to dream big. It allowed me to have bigger vision about where I am and where I want to go. And it was very funny because it was through that process, so many new ideas came to me because I wasn't looking from a lens of old Angela. I was looking from a lens of new Angela. So it was really, it was quite a simple process that you had me going onto Pinterest and just pinning anything and everything but it was actually more powerful than what I think people may give it credit for. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's like the best answer I've ever had in my life. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. so then Ange, what do you think your number one problem with your brand was prior to working with me? 
Yeah. I mean, the reality of it is I'm like lazy as fuck, right? So my number one problem was actually being lazy, but also even though I'm a business consultant and even though I talk about the importance of branding, I had minimized that for me. So my problem was I had continued to put my branding at the bottom of the to-do list and it was actually, I believe, subconsciously and consciously impacting people when they show up and convert from my website and also okay, yeah. positioning me for things like speaking, et cetera, because people as a, as a business consultant, I know that you've got cold audience, warm audience, hot audience. So those cold audiences are those people who know nothing about me, warm audiences, they know a little bit about me, hot, they've been buying from me. And so for yeah. those cold audiences who are, who again, we get 40% of our traffic from Google comes, do you know what I mean, to our website every single month. And mm-hmm. those people are typically cold. And I'm presenting to them old branding. And by presenting them old branding on this website, what I was doing is, is I believe it was diminishing my conversion rate. And so for me was, I, I knew the number one problem with my branding was that I kept putting it at the bottom of my to-do list and I needed to change mm-hmm. that. Um, in order to position myself for where the branding is now going to take me and where the website will continue to take me. It's interesting as well. I think with branding, a lot of people don't want to do it firsthand because they just can't see the immediate ROI of it. Mm-hmm. And I think with with branding, it you can see it, but it just takes a little bit longer. So I think mm-hmm. that's something that kind of deters people. So I love that the fact that you said, if your cold audience hits your website and it's not what you want to be projecting, then why would they convert with you, you know? And I think there's also so many other benefits that come from good branding that we forget about. So for example, one thing that we can't measure, but is so important is trust and credibility, right? And so when you have a professional and cohesive brand, this image, like the images and the feeling that you get in everything from your logo, your colors, your palette, your icons, your everything, right? Fosters trust and credibility amongst consumers. Um, And not to admit, not to mention that it also suggests a commitment to quality and consistency, right? And so if yeah. you've got a buyer yeah. out there and your branding kind of sucks and it's just kind of all thrown together, you're going to diminish the trust and credibility of those people. So if you're running something like Facebook ads or SEO or Google ads and you're driving mm-hmm. traffic back and your branding sucks, not only, again, is it's trust and credibility that you're diminishing, but you've also just spent money on ads to get people there yeah. and they're not going to convert. So I think one benefit of, of having good branding for me is around trust and credibility. I also know that there's like this increased perceived value that's also another benefit. So, you know, yeah. a strong yeah. brand can, can command higher prices because customers associate it with quality, reliability, and positive experiences. I'm not saying my old branding didn't have that element, but my new branding mm-hmm. is definitely going to position to me in even a more pre- increased perceived value than ever before. So that's another ROI that I think people forget about. Um, yep. Another ROI that I believe that people need to consider is also market positioning. So, you know, effective branding allows you to position your business within a, a specific market segment, catering to the preferences of your target audience. So this new branding is going to give me the benefit of marketing myself and positioning myself in a much more authoritative position than ever before. Um, So Mm -hmm. 
these are just some of the things that I believe good branding will have that will give me the ROI. Obviously, then you've got like like other benefits, like better conversion, right? For example, yeah. um, I'm going to have like a memorable identity. So a memorable identity, you know, that strong branding creates that memorable and distinctive identity that helps you me will help my business stand out in the competitive market. There are shit tons of business consultants and coaches around the world. Most of them, in my opinion, suck ass. Do you know what I mean? I'm not biased, but I think they suck. But there are some yeah. of them that have done a really great job out there with their branding and they have become quite memorable because of that. I wanted I a piece of that market. So yeah, so for me, it's like the ROI, it, it ranges, but yeah, memorable identity, trust and credibility, increased perceived value, market positioning, um, and just feeling good about myself, right? Feeling excited yeah, to put 100%. stuff on socials. And I think that's very important that if you stop believing in your brand and your branding that associates your brand, you're going to become less visible. If you're less visible, you're not going to put yourself out there. If you're not going to put yourself out there, how do you put offers out? If you don't put offers out, you don't make money. So again, these are just some of the things that I think are important to touch upon from my experience and what I've seen in others also. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that branding has to come before your marketing because you can't market anything if you don't understand your brand. Because this yes. is where we work out where who you're actually going to target, what your messaging is, what your value is. And then once you understand all of that, then you can market it properly and mm-hmm. you'll find that the ROI probably comes quicker because mm-hmm. you're marketing efficiently, you know, because you've done the branding work. 100%. And I also think that once you start to understand your branding, things like your copy starts to flow out of you a lot oh, easier, yes. right? And then again, yes. in good copy good messaging, right? Equals better commitment and conversion, you know? So they all do go hand in hand, you know? And like I Mm -hmm. said, some people will do really great copy, but their branding doesn't complement it. Some people will do really great branding and then their copy doesn't complement it, right? So in this instance, what I was doing is I have um, bias, but I believe my copy is phenomenal. I believe my conversion from website is phenomenal. However, where I've let myself down for even more improvement and better is that, again, I just kept putting the branding to the bottom of the to-do list. Yeah, that's completely fair. So then now that we've worked together, do you feel that we've solved that problem of you feeling lazy about your brand? Oh, gosh, 100%. Like, it was funny when you and I were going through the process, I was like, oh, my goodness, I was doing stories, didn't mean sharing what we were working on. You know, like it was it was there's this level of excitement that I haven't had in a while. And like I said, it was excitement. It, there was moments of just being proud again of what was available to me and, and where I was kind of also identifying where I was playing small. And there's like been this subtle shift also of, of increased confidence, increased um, assertiveness. Right. And like I said, but the biggest thing for me is the feeling that I get and the and how I'm yeah. I'm proud about that. And again, I think I underestimated that that would come from this experience. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do underestimate that, um, Ange, because branding is actually how you feel about something. So if you're thinking about like Nike or like Maccas, think about how they make you feel when you see their branding. That's how we want to come across to our people as business owners. We want people to be really excited when they see us. And we also want that brand memorability as well. They want to see a specific color and think of you. That's Mm -hmm. what we want. 
And I know for me, like my old branding, for example, I did a lot of stuff with like flamingos and pineapples, but also mm. my brand was attached. Like I, I joke and I still eat jars of Nutella where people literally, <laughs> like I just had the other day on Instagram, someone say, and I saw these flamingos and thought of you. I still get people yeah. sending me jars of Nutella in the mail when I do like speaking events or whatever, like the thought of you, here you go. <laughs> right. So like, and it's, and I want I want to still be remembered, but I no longer want to be remembered for Nutella and flamingos. All right. And that's the difference is that the brand, my brand suited me up until now, but my branding no longer suited me. And that's where I needed you to come in because I want to ditch the flamingos and ditch the Nutella and step into the new version of Angela. That's a little bit more confident, a little bit more assertive, a little bit more sleek, a little bit more professional, a little bit more polished, but still have the notion of, do you mean shiny slippers and wearing hoodies? Do you mean? So it's this blend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, love that. So then what was it about me that made you gravitate towards me and say yes with me? Like why why Lauren? I mean, I think there's a couple of things. And I think, again, you know, I'm very big about transparency, but you've been a student of mine instead of Profit Pillars and you've also come to my retreats. And so mm-hmm. one of the things though that I don't do when people are active students of mine, 99.9% of the time, there's always a little bit of a variable, is I won't work with a student when they're working with me as their consultant. And that is because of tight boundaries and I never want things to get murky. All right. So you and I had wrapped up as working together as um, like a client coach relationship. And so what gravitated towards me is I already knew you. I knew how authentic you are. I know how warm you are. I know how caring you are, but I also know how good you are at what you do. So when you reach out to me, that opportunity came around for us to collaborate together. I was like, this feels right because I already know what you stand for, right? I know, and I trust mm-hmm. you. And I know that you're going to deliver on what you say you're going to deliver. So that was wise. I'd already gotten to know you inside of the program. I know what you stood for. And so it was an immediate yes for me when you came to that, you know, mean suggestion of us collaborating together. Um, because yes. yeah, I just know you're a good human, but also your skill set is phenomenal. So it was an, a, a, an easy yes, knowing that our client coach relationship had wrapped up. Love that. That's amazing. Thank you. Okay. So then what does your brand look like now that we've solved the the issue that you had like you know the laziness what does it look like now that you've rebranded you're about to launch this new website how do you feel about it yeah I mean I feel super proud like I said I feel really excited about it um the colors just you know again if I just talk to about it from a color perspective right there's this warmth mm-hmm. around the colors that we've been able to bring in there's a sleekness there's this professionalism but there's still an mm-hmm. element of fun right yeah, and so definitely. that's really good. Like I said, I am like, I'm showing anyone and anyone that will listen to me like, oh my goodness, look at this, <laughs> look at this icon or look at this. And I know when I've been working with the web developer, we're like, can you add this? Can you take this away? So like I said, it's like, what does my brand look like and feel like now that our problem of not being lazy is solved is it just feels really collectively awesome that it's come mm-hmm. together. I'm also glad that I made the time to, to work with you and go through the process mm-hmm. with you yeah. because that's another thing is... We put it to the bottom of our to-do lists for time, but also for money and a variety of other reasons. And it was because your process is so simple and so easy and just flows with lightness. It didn't feel like this heavy, like burden. 
And I think that's, I also worried about how much of a burden it was going to put on me. Um, where again, your systems and your processes just made it really light and easy to kind of follow. So that was, you know, good. So, but overall, like I said, I'm just excited for everything to kind of just launch and to get out into the world. Website is still about six weeks from time that this drops that going live, but you know, a conversional website and good branding are really important. I've said that from day one, and I say that with multiple clients in a world where people's Instagram is getting shut down or Facebook is getting <laughs> shut down or whatever, you need a solid website. And to me, a solid website not only includes, like I said, copy and good imagery, but it also equally needs to include good branding because everything goes together. So yes. I agree. I agree. Actually, I love seeing on Facebook if you're in the groups and people are tagging you and stuff and you bring up that framework graphic that we created together. Mm. I love seeing that everywhere because it's just I see the colors, I see everything put together and it just makes me really excited and happy to see that you're sharing it with the world yeah and that was one of the things too do you know what I mean is that you were able to help with like look at podcast graphics look at new canva graphics for example you also looked at different icons that we can infuse over on the website and then one of my big things is the framework that I use when working with clients and my framework that I use when working with clients it was really important because I couldn't quite figure out how I was going to do that And I was like, Lauren, I was like, this is my business model. This is my framework. It includes like strategy where I focus on clarity, business plan, accountability. It includes health, my physical wealth with clients, spiritual um, health and mental health. It includes wealth, which is personal wealth, business wealth and generational wealth. And then includes relationships, community relationships, self-relationships and family relationships. And I was trying to explain to you that when I infuse these four things together, this is why clients get the success that they do with me because I help them then have more impact, more money, less stress, and more fun, which is ultimately those clients that I work with are in alignment. So I said, can you create me a graphic that represents this framework that I use on discovery calls with clients, et cetera? And you're like, yep, leave it with me. And you came back with like an initial one. And I'm like, yep, I think we're there. And then I said, I need it like this. And, you know, just back and forth, you made the process very easy. And eventually we've gotten there. And I've had many, many peers uh, clients, you know, I mean, friends comment, they're like, oh my goodness, they're like, this is gold that you've been able to take what was in your head and that someone was able to master yeah. it into a graphic <laughs> because not everyone understands things written. Some people learn better through visual cues. And that was one of the things that you've done is you've given me lots of different visual cues through the branding strategy to be able to, and again, even enhance my credibility and, and position myself better within my community. Yeah, I think that's something that I actually love doing anyway, because I'm a visual learner as well. So when I see that things like that out in the wild, that's how I respond as well. So I think it was quite easy for me to create a graphic like that for you, because it's really how I learn. Mm, totally. 100%. Yeah, but that was just like another part of the process that I was like, thank goodness for this. But overall, <laughs> I was very grateful that you reached out to explore us collaborating. Uh, but my only regret that I have is that... And is it a regret or a lesson? I would say it's just a lesson about understanding what priorities are in our world. And that I just wish that I would have made this a priority sooner than what I did. However, I'm a firm believer that I'm right on time, just like each and every one of you are, and that everything happens is exactly the right time it's supposed to. So I know you came into my world to do my branding when I needed. That would be my only regret is that if I would have had you in my life earlier, you know, then would things be different? Again, we'll never be able to measure that. But what I can do now is go lean into the branding that I have now and be, you know, with pride and with excitement, et cetera. And know that, again, I'm, I'm putting my best self forward 
for current clients, future clients, do you know what I mean? And future opportunities. And for that, I will be grateful. So thank you so much. No, thank you so much, Angela. It's been amazing working with you. It's very easy to work with you as well. And I think um, our collaboration was fruitful. And I think at the end of the day, I, I plastered your brand all over everything because I wholeheartedly believe in what you do. Mm, absolutely. And I think that's, again, when you get the magic of understanding and working with people, it just flows yeah. because there's this common denominator amongst us. Now, I will flip it. Because my thing is, is for people out there that are like, okay, and you've convinced me that I need to shift my branding from the bottom of my to-do list because of all the benefits that you talked about today, such as like memorable identity, trust and credibility, you know, customer loyalty, market positioning, and so forth. Lauren, where can people come and connect with you in order for them to explore either starting a new brand, if they've already got something that they've made on Canva and it got them to where they needed to be, and that rebranding process, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram um, at gemini.creativestudio or my website is just www.geminicreativestudio.com.au. All the information that you need is there. I have custom branding, but I also have Brand Academy that's coming out as well for very beginner um, people as well. Oh my goodness. Well, I absolutely, like I said, it's been a delight. This has been fun having tables turn and you interviewing me. And again, I also just like that process of being able to reflect in a way that I didn't think I was on this podcast episode, actually. So it's good to think about how much yeah excitement the branding is actually doing brought to my life. Yeah. And that I'm excited for, again, it to be able to be seen across the world more so once that website launches. So thank you again for everything, Lauren. I truly appreciate you and your magic. And I look forward to you working with other listeners and other amazing humans on their branding. So thank you so much. Thanks, Ange. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.